Next on BYU Sports Nation, it is game day. We go live to Boise to preview the matchup with Greg Rubel, Mark Lyons, Blaine Fowler, and Spencer Linton. What would a win mean for BYU in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl? We will certainly discuss. And what's the feel of this BYU football team just hours away from kickoff? Blaine Fowler and I will tell you live from Boise, the guys in Studio B. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, your hosts, Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard. BYU Sports Nation is live, your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. We have waited a few weeks for football, and it is back, baby. It is game day. It is Friday, December 21st. The countdown is over. I'm Jerem Jordan. Spencer Linton, as you just saw and heard, is enjoying a quality all-hash brown breakfast in Boise on the Blue. So I'm teamed up with a man who saw Aquaman with me last night, Jason Shepard. Yeah, and your wife. Yeah, you were the, the third three wheel. Of us. It was just with, the three uh, of us. me and my wife. I was a little upset you didn't <laughs> offer me any popcorn. Uh, I offered you multiple times. <laughs> you did. Almost okay. to the point I'm like, I said no, okay? I said I, I like, didn't want to. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. What we didn't have was French fries, um, and we probably should have to honor the that potato That would have bowl. been a great – on but, bowl game eve, we should have had some sort yeah, of potato product. We should have. But you know who did and, and hung out with, with our guy is – well, maybe your guy is, is Taysom Hill. He was with Spuddy Buddy. We saw him tweet out that he was getting ready to watch the famous Idaho potato bowl with Spuddy Buddy. And uh, what, I, what I'm wondering is uh, how Spuddy Buddy's there and here. Also, that's a larger version that, of Spuddy Buddy. That's like Spuddy Buddy's dad. Really? Wow. He's still around. That's great. <laughs> I like that. So Taysom Hill getting ready uh, with Spuddy Buddy. And uh, that was just a weird thing for me because I was like, yeah, what, who is that? Because I thought we had the guy. Is it kind of like, like, you know, there's the Santa Claus, but then Santa has helpers. Sure. That... Uh, or like Cosmo. He, he yes. Has, uh, like, he yes. Has Maybe that's what it is. I want Cosmito. I want a little Cosmo. Maybe it's uh, Spadito. I don't know. Maybe. Here's what we've got for you on today's show in 15 minutes. We'll go back to Boise. Preview the matchup with Spencer Linton and Blaine Fowler in 30 minutes. Our final football going for two picks. And in 40 minutes, we head back to the blue turf, joined by Greg Rubel and Mark Lyons. It is Mark Lyons' final broadcast today after 38 glorious years. Uh, we've got tons of coverage of Mark. Countdown to kickoff, we'll have a story. I know lots of pregame, obviously, with Mark and uh, some special things prepared on the uh, radio pregame there. So it'll be a great day. It's going to be a great day. But first, let's get to today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU plays Western Michigan in the Famous Idaho Potato Bowl today. ESPN's FPI gives the Cougars a 70% chance to win. Vegas says the Cougars as a 13-point favorite. That's all nice, but BYU's got to take care of business. Senior Captain Austin Hoyt is ready for the battle in the trenches. Yeah, I think a big focus of ours is just being physical, especially in the run game, just being able to get off the ball, getting on guys, and being able to drive them down the field. I think that's probably one of our biggest keys, is just being able to be physical and dominate the line of scrimmage so that we can run the ball. And who will be running the ball? We'll talk to Spencer and Blaine coming up about that. Pre-game coverage begins at 2 Eastern on BYU Radio with Jason Shepard, 3 Eastern time. Countdown to kickoff on BYU TV. 
BYU men's basketball on the road tomorrow facing San Diego State at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Pre-game coverage will begin at 6 Eastern on BYU Radio. You can watch the game on CBS Sports Network. Game day for BYU women's basketball as they host Northern Colorado at 2 Eastern today on the W.TV. Freshman Shaylee Gonzalez is the reigning West Coast Conference Player of the Week after a 29-point performance Saturday against Colorado State. And former BYU forward Mel Hutchins passed away Wednesday evening. Hutchins led the Cougars to the 1951 NIT Championship, played in the NBA for seven seasons, and was an all-star four times. In 2013, his jersey was retired into the Marriott Center rafters alongside teammate Roland Minson. Hutchins was 90 years old. I don't think a lot of people knew or know who Mel Hutchins is. I'm telling you right now, he's one of the greatest players in BYU history. Perhaps the first great player with Roland Minson. Those two, front court, back court combination, were incredible. And they won the 1951 NIT when the NIT was the tournament. A few summers ago, I went and hung out with the 51 team reunion uh, near Park City, Utah, Interviewed Mel Hutchins and Roland Minson. Unbelievable. Those guys loved each other so much, and that entire team was so tight. Uh, Hutchins was an all-star, the second pick in the draft, four-time all-star, in fact. Uh, And he and Roland Minson had their jerseys retired, as you mentioned, in 2013. There's only four men's basketball players with their jerseys retired. Yes, and he's one of them. it's Hutchins, and it's Minson, and uh, really special. So, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers with the family. He was nicknamed the Big Elf. In the 1951 media guide. So Mel Hutchins uh, passed away at the age of 90. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Cougars play Western Michigan in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. I can't believe we've said that phrase like 28,000 times the last few weeks, but here it is. It's game day. It's a game that, oddly, for a 6-6 six and six BYU team means a whole heck of a lot. Jason, what would a win And what would a loss mean for the Cougars today? Look, this bowl game is all about finishing the season with a winning record. Beyond everything it does for you in terms of moving into the offseason, which I'll talk about in a second, this game is about this year. One game will determine what level of success BYU achieves. We've had this discussion in the past. BYU, this season has already had a certain level of success, it can be even more if it ends with a winning record. And yes, winning your last game certainly helps. Jumpstart into the offseason gives you that confidence going into the next year. Now, a loss would be disappointing because this is a game BYU should win. BYU is favored to win. As much improvement as we've seen from last year's 4-9 season, a losing record would not sit well with everybody involved. And I'm talking about you know within the team. that They do not want to end this season on a, on a losing note. I don't think it's an overstatement to say today's game defines the season. Winning record versus losing record? Yeah. If you have a losing record, now all of a sudden it's lumped in with last year. Oh, 4-9 and then a lose improvement, but a losing record. And you should have won that bowl game. This is a game BYU should win. FBI says it. Vegas says it. I think other experts are saying it. BYU is a better team and should win this game. So this is a really big game. Kalani Satake's record is exactly 500 through three seasons now. He would have a losing record or a winning record as well, depending on the results. So I think it's really, really, really important to win this game. Obviously, you want to win every game. But this game, in some way, defines the season. Winning versus losing record? Let's go, man. And there are so many things working in BYU's favor in this game. Not not only are... Do we both believe, and Vegas believes they're the better team, but they're the team 
that's closest to home. They're the team that will have the dominant fan base in Already the stadium. Already played in the stadium. Yes. They, they're familiar. Yes. I mean, now, Western Michigan played in this stadium back in 2014, but the, the number of players that are in that right. are next to none. They played in the Cotton Bowl two years ago. Yes. I mean, this is a program so, that's played in big bowls. So this, everything is set up for BYU to be victorious today. So if that doesn't happen, that's certainly a disappointment. But, I, again, BYU should win this game. I believe BYU will win this game. By what, again, we had this discussion yesterday. I don't care what the margin is. It's all about getting that win and ending the year with an above 500 record. There are those in Vegas that care about the margin. I'll t- let's look at both sides of this coin. You said what's going for BYU. I'll tell you what's going against BYU. Corbin Kafusi, Isaiah Kafusi are out in this game. That's a big deal for the defense. We'll talk to Blaine Fowler and Spencer Linton about who replaces them in this game. Running back, is Lopini Katoa going to play or not? Squally Canada has averaged three yards per carry post-September. He's not been the same player. Is he the same guy? Who's running the rock for BYU? Who will be effective? Um, I will say this, though. Zach Wilson has been playing some good ball yes. post-Boise State. Oh, well, you think that's coincidence? No. I don't either. We all remember the final series for BYU at Boise State a little over a month ago. With, uh, with seven seconds remaining, BYU was down 21-16. Zach Wilson tried to run the ball into the end zone instead of throwing it away. He was sacked. Time expired. BYU loses the game. Wilson himself admitted that he made a mistake. Does Zach Wilson need to redeem himself, Jerem, on the blue turf today? I hope it's positively motivating for him. Uh, I, I do think it was a turning point for him. Let's rewind back to November 3rd. Zach Wilson plays a pretty good game. BYU is a rough start, but BYU kind of rebounds, gets back into this game. Matt Hadley with a 59-yard reception, the longest reception of the season. BYU gets in position to win. And Zach Wilson, freshman quarterback, perhaps has a freshman moment, eats Eats it, doesn't uh, throw the ball to Talon Shumway on a slant to his right, doesn't give BYU another chance either to complete that or throw it again, and BYU loses as time runs out. He's played really well since. Uh, UMass in New Mexico State, Utah was his finest moment, especially the first uh, you know, two and a half, three quarters there, and then BYU kind of got conservative. I'd love for this to come down to the wire and Zach Wilson make a play to win to kind of have that redemption. I think Zach Wilson probably feels like, hey, I used to be committed to this school, I made a play that you know I, I could have made a better play on um, against Boise State, and today I have another opportunity against a team named the Broncos on the blue on national TV, only college football game, only football game, which is kind of fun, going on in the United States at that time. Yep. Um, so you have the spotlight on a Friday afternoon on ESPN to do it. I, I don't think he has to redeem himself. Yes, it was a mistake to not throw the ball away, but I, I think – saying that it, it's redemption is probably a little overly dramatic. Yes, he needs to play well on the Smurf turf for BYU to win, but so does everybody else. I mean, this we had this discussion who's most important and that, that kind of... Bradley Nelson uh, amended his <laughs> comment to say 7-something percent. Yes, look, I mean... 7%? Uh, in, in his mind, maybe Zach does view it that way. That may, Maybe he does feel like he has to redeem himself. I, I don't look at it that way. But if he looks at it that way, to your point, I think he probably does use it as motivation. Like, you know what? I'm going to exercise these demons of a mistake I made, and I'm going to go out and play my best football today on this field. You know, uh, that you mentioned the fact that, you know, he had previously committed. I mean, there's so many things storylines around his Zach life was going to yes. go there. So, I mean, I can certainly yeah. understand it, but for me, I, I, he doesn't need to redeem himself for me. Let's, let's talk about kind of learning from a mistake and making a better, better play. So in 2005, BYU played Utah in overtime in Provo 
And John Beck had a fourth down play at the goal line where he throws it out of the back of the end zone. BYU misses that. John Beck has told us on the show that he watched that over and over and over and over during the summer. And he learned, oh, I don't need to be in a hurry. I need to just wait. I need to do this. I need to do that. And then the next year against Utah, we have back to Arlene. So what I'm hoping is that we have a similar situation within a season today for Zach Wilson where he had that moment where he didn't throw the ball and he tried to make a play, but uh, it wasn't a play that ended up being a good play. It cost BYU the game. And there were lots of plays that cost BYU the game earlier and later, but you kind of pinpoint a single play and maybe it's that one. Maybe today, Zach Wilson, if BYU gets down to the two-yard line, Jeff Grimes calls the same play. And he throws the ball in talent and Shumway catches it. I would just love to see that. Or it's a quarterback draw and he gets in. Because he did get in on a quarterback draw in yes. a previous play in the third quarter uh, to perhaps give BYU the lead, but at least cut the lead down. So and I, would, I would love to see something specific there because I love those kind of storylines. And I want to be dramatic. I want <laughs> it to be redemption, Jason. Look, here's what I, I do believe we will see today. I think Zach Wilson's going to be involved in a lot of different aspects of this offense. Especially with question marks at the run game. Yes, we, we, like, we don't know what the running game is going to look like from the running back core. Right, right. I, I think we're going to see a lot of different ways for Zach Wilson to be used today. He ran a lot. Yes. And effectively against Utah, you'd think yes, he'd he run against Western Michigan. Let's project into the future. Conan? What is Monday's headline today, Jason? Ooh, can I give you two? Give you two headlines. The first one, BYU mashes Western Michigan in the potato bowl. Nice. I yes. can see it in the Daily Herald now. <laughs> How about this one? Playing a little more on the, the festive time of year this is. Okay. BYU's presence come early as the Cougars wrap up the season feeling jolly. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going with this. Blue Christmas on the blue. Yeah. BYU apparently going to wear the blue. We'll see which blue. They're going, they're going all royal. They're going royal. They're going royal tops, royal Ro- pants. Royal on the royal blue. Will basically, BYU even be seen? That's what I'm saying. Like, like, are they basically in cam- cameo? This is basically what's going to happen. Western Michigan is going like, – the, the running back gets the ball. Let's say it's uh, – Tyler Algier. Let's say let's Bell- Bellamy gets the ball. He's yeah. running. He's like, there's nobody between me and the end zone. Oh all of a sudden gosh. gets tackled. Didn't and, even see him. They blend right into the field. And then some birds fly in thinking it's water. Yeah, awesome. And that is our question of the day. What will the BYU football headline be on Monday? This is assuming that you read a traditional newspaper and then it takes three days to get the headline. I think it'd be, what is it, tonight? Well, but it would be a headline, yeah. You know, the headline still may be, because, you know, you post a headline tonight. Monday, if they're still headlining the bowl game, they ain't got no news, man. Let's go to the Voice of the Nation. It's Christmas Eve. (laughs) This is the Voice of the Nation. On BYU Sports Nation. At Devin Span on Twitter. Love no, this one. No funeral potatoes for BYU <laughs> as the Kooks play to their potential. Oh, the puns. At Laser Sheep on Twitter. Katoa Blues. Western Michigan will be singing them until next season. Lopini Katoa, is he playing or not? I would love that, to see him play today. There's a, there's a question. Sat out the Utah game. He was injured. Injured at the end of the New Mexico State game. Uh, we'll see if he can play. It, it'd be good. Uh, not going to redshirt, though. He has played more than those four games. Coming up, for the third straight day, we go live to Boise. I know Spencer Linton and Blaine Fowler will join us coming up. What are their game day expectations? What does BYU do better than Western Michigan? They are ready to go. And look, they're wearing royal blue jackets. I didn't even see them. We can't even see them. Where are they? This is BYU Sports Nation. Is that a two? What is that? 
BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Watch the Cougars warm up before today's game on Countdown to Kickoff on BYU TV. The fun starts at 3 p.m. Eastern with Dave, David, and Brian in studio. Spencer Linton, Blaine Fowler will be live in Boise. They'll join us coming up in a second. Join us today, 3 Eastern on BYU TV as we get you ready for BYU and Western Michigan in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Welcome back. This is BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Uh, You can always catch us on demand or watch the show via the podcast or BYUSN.com. Our question of the day, what will the football headline be on Monday? At Colonel underscore uh, James, Colonel underscore James 83 on Twitter. BYU beats Broncos on blue turf. It's just to the point. Going for the first win against Broncos on the blue turf. It is true. Can you, but can you count this? Like, I understand you're getting the first win on the blue turf. No, but against Broncos, yes. Yes, against the Broncos, yes. Yeah. Just not that Broncos. Like, the Denver Broncos would be really impressive. At CL underscore living on Twitter. Potato bowl baked in blue for BYU. Mm. Nice alliteration there. I like that. You could go for the potato right now. Broncos busted. Could you? We've crossed the uh, 10 o'clock threshold, so perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going Eastern time. Yeah, exactly. Let's go live to Albertson's uh, Stadium in Boise, Idaho, where Spencer Linton and Blaine Fowler are live. They will join us for coverage coming up on Countdown to Kickoff as well, of course. But, guys, what's the weather like? Um, I notice you're wearing Royal on the Royal like BYU will today as well. So you kind of blend in like we talked about. Yes, we have effectively camouflaged ourselves, uh, at least uh, on the upper half of our bodies, into the field. Which Sp- was, yeah. Spencer's wearing white pants, which, <laughs> which just doesn't do it. <laughs> I, I have on blue pants, but not royal. And if I really wanted to go with what the team was doing, I'd have royal on royal, which I don't know how they're even going to find them out there on, on this one. Western Michigan's going to really struggle to even find the players out there, so it should be an advantage for BYU. Yes, and now of note, this is the final game that will be played on this current edition of the Boise Blue Turf. They are replacing the Blue Turf next year, so BYU will take out the old turf after uh, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl against the Western Michigan Broncos. Let's talk about the game, Blaine, and start with how good BYU's been on defense, but what do they do to replace guys like Corbin and Isaiah Kafusi? Right, they, and they've had a, about a month now or just a little less than a month to think about what the best strategy is. And remember, um, you're, you're losing a great pass rusher. You're, you're losing an Isaiah Kafusi, a guy that covers a lot of ground in space and is not only good against the run, but he is good in space against the pass. And so it, those are big losses, um, and they're a lot of times on the same side of the field. And so what we're going to see BYU do in this football game, it's just next man up on the D-line. So they're going to rotate guys through. But at linebacker, we've seen in the weeks moving up to this where they've just played a lot of nickel. You know, we've read reports that Tanner Jacobson is going to play that outside linebacker, which he is. Um, but what that means is he's going to do what he's been doing for the whole second half of the season. Tanner's been the starting nickel. When they go to nickel, they take out a linebacker. Tanner comes in and plays that position. So it's not like this is something new for him. He, he understands what he's supposed to do. He knows the position well. Tanner is low to the ground. He's, he's physical. He can play the run, and he'll be fantastic in space against the pass. And so if they do feel like wait a minute, now they're just loading up and running it right at Tanner and maybe he's a little undersized, I don't think that they'll be able to take advantage of him because I think he'll hold up. But if he if he doesn't, they can always take Pulsifer and move him over to that side of the field. Uh, or they could take Rhett Sandlin and move him over. They've, they've gotten reps at both outside linebackers in the weeks leading up to the bowl. So what you're telling us is BYU does have some options, but they're going to need maybe an experienced guy in Tanner Jacobson to be a little bit more versatile in that backfield. Okay, we've talked about who's out. 
uh, of note on the defensive side. What about on the offensive side of the ball? Because for A.J. Stewart, the running backs coach, and Jeff Grimes, the offensive coordinator, it has been a total juggling effect of all the running backs. So who's going to line up and play running back for BYU today? We're, we're going to see Riley Burt play running back in this one maybe more than we've seen. Um, Squally Canada, we're going to see. But the question on Squally is, is can you count on him staying healthy? Because he's come into games with a clean bill of health and played just a few plays. So so it's like, hey, can Squally go and how long can he go? So you better have backup plans. We'll see Burt play. I think we'll see Algiers play um, quite a bit. And we even saw Aleva Hifo taking some snaps in the run game. And I don't mean on fly sweeps. I mean put him at tailback and toss him the football and let him run the football around the end. If you think about it, BYU really needs to be able to attack the edges against this Western Michigan team, and Hefo could be a guy that they could put in at tailback, toss him the football. He's got that great speed to get to the edge. How does Zach Wilson, as uh, the BYU quarterback, coming off you know, a heartbreaking loss against Utah, and he's, he's had to sit on that loss for a few weeks, how do you think he shows up today against this Western Michigan defense? Well, I, I think he's going to play well. I, I, he's had a, a number of weeks now. Whenever you have a young quarterback, when you have time to just practice and correct and look at film and do things, they, they make progress. And so he's had time to kind of look at the last couple of weeks of the season, uh, adjust from the mistakes that he's made, learn about what he's been doing well and how to do more of that. And he's going to have to be really, really good. This with Western Michigan team, they're going to bring a lot of things at him. Um, think, think Northern Illinois. This is a team defensively that's built on big plays. And so they like to get in the backfield with tackles for loss. They like to sack the quarterback. They force fumbles. They get interceptions. It, it's not a team that uh, that just holds you and plays really, really physical, but they'll try to do things to surprise you and get big plays defensively. So he's going to have to be mentally sharp in this ball game, And without a full complement of running backs and not sure how the running game is going to go, I think he's going to have to be an extension of the run game with a pass game. What I mean is get the ball out to the edges, throw some screens and some quick things, and I think we'll see BYU make this Western Michigan defense run from sideline to sideline early in this game. Now, BYU and Western Michigan have the common opponent of Northern Illinois, and the Broncos, they fired their defensive coordinator because they weren't getting anything done late in the season, and then they respond with this rallying cry, 28-21 victory against a Northern Illinois team that beat BYU 7-6. So there is some concern there about, is this a new defense? Is this a new team? And what should BYU expect uh, against the team that beat Northern Illinois? Well, keep in mind, in, in the three games before that Northern Illinois game, they couldn't stop anyone. That's why they made the change. It was just like a sieve, the defense was. And so they had a good game against Northern Illinois, but but BYU fans will remember that Northern Illinois game. That's not a real dynamic offensive football team. They want to run the football. They do a control pass game. They don't attack you um, that much. And so I feel like that was a good matchup for them. They come out of that game with confidence, but the three teams previous to that that were able to spread the ball around a little bit and make them run from sideline to sideline and attack vertically a little bit, they struggled to stop those teams. It's the same personnel, maybe with a different attitude and maybe just a little different scheme, but but it's that same personnel that three teams in a row took advantage of. And I think BYU needs to be aggressive offensively. They need to attack them vertically. They need to get the ball to the edges and make them run. And, and, and BYU can help this freshman quarterback if they can establish a run game early on. What can BYU and then you think about the difference between seven and six and six and seven? We've talked about this on the show uh, more than a few times this week. That sounds a lot different. So how how much can BYU earn today 
in terms of winning back the fan base and how much does a winning record technically matter to this offseason? I, I think it has a huge implications in terms of the feel for the program in the offseason. You know, on early signing day the other day, they, they got some really good gets, some, some uh, players that they were hoping would sign, they thought would sign, but, but give them some, some – uh, uh, you know, confidence from the fan base that, hey, this thing's on the right track. They played all these freshmen on offense this year. Defense was a top 20 defense all year. If the offense can come along next year, you know, the, the team is going places. But I think this game is a is a test where they go, this is Western Michigan. They didn't win the MAC. If, if BYU's really made progress and these freshmen that played all year shouldn't play like freshmen anymore, BYU needs to win this and take this offseason with some momentum and some confidence that they're doing the right things. All right, guys, I think it's time that we go do some, uh, I don't know, can we can we do blue angels on the blue field? We're going to run ladders in the, on the blue field. There's no snow. It to did, warm up. It did rain a little bit last night, but uh, the temperature is expected to be 40, maybe low 40s, uh, partly cloudy today, and it looks like the no snow streak will continue at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. So we're, we're feeling pretty good yeah, about it's, this. The weather's not going to be a factor in this one. I've been, I have been out on the field, and the footing's always good on this type of turf. It drains water from last night. But the temperature's not – like, we've been holding these microphones. I could throw the football now. It's, it's not going to affect the game. There's really no wind in the stadium right now. Um, and so – the temperature's not freezing. There's no moisture, and there's not really any wind to speak of. So the the weather's going to have zero impact on this game, and that's good. All right, you guys. There's your weather report from Boise. Anything else you'd like? <laughs> well, I wanted to ask you guys specifically a question about, about Zach Wilson. And because of so much uncertainty in terms of offensive players who may or not may not play, what type of performance or what type of added responsibility do you expect Zach to take on today? How do you quantify something like that? Well, the quarterback always has the most responsibility, right? It's his job to distribute the ball. And when you don't have the same group in in the backfield, or at least not the group you'd like to have Katoa in this game full-time, when you don't have all of your pieces, then it's on the quarterback to distribute the ball to the other guys. Now, the good news is... They've gone through the last couple of weeks, and they, they've known who they were going to have or who they weren't going to have. So they've been able to put some wrinkles in and do some things. I mean, for me, the biggest thing for, for Zach Wilson to do is to take care of the football, to distribute the ball but not force the ball into places that it shouldn't go, not feed this Western Michigan defense that's that's fed off of turnovers oh, they thrive, yeah. and, and, and making big plays. This is a big play defense. If you take care of the football, then I think you take away one of Western Michigan's strengths. And for the most part, the season, Zach's done a good job of that, taking care of the football, especially when you consider that he's a freshman in his first year. All right, so I think uh, to answer your question, Jason, uh, when the quarterback plays well, it works 60% of the time, all the time. That's exactly right. <laughs> thanks, Yogi Berra. Yeah, that's great. Just say thanks, and Brian and, Fant- and, Fontana. And, and Anchorman. Awesome. <laughs> we look forward to more from you guys on Countdown to Kickoff 3 Eastern Time. Stay warm until then. We'll talk to you in a bit. All right, thanks, all right, guys. guys. Spencer Linton and Blaine Fowler live from Boise, Idaho at Albertson Stadium on the blue turf. Uh, good insight. So, Aleva Hifo at running back a little bit. Uh, we'll see with Lopini Katoa. But Squally Canada, I think, will need to uh, play and be effective. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really anxious to see how healthy he is. And if he is healthy, 
what type of production we can see out of Squally Canna. Because when seen he's been the healthy, same guy since no, September. Early in the year, when he was healthy, he was really, really good. Coming up, we'll get back to Boise. We'll hear from Greg Rubel and Mark Lyons as they prepare for Mark's final game in the radio booth. And next, it doesn't matter how you start, it's how you finish. And I plan on finishing strong on the season finale of Going for Two Picks. This is BYU Sports Nation. Listen to BYU and Western Michigan in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl today on BYU Radio at 4 Eastern Time. You can join me for Cougar Pregame Live beginning at 2 Eastern. Welcome back. Jerem Jordan, Jason Shepard, and Radio Vision Live on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Let's uh, refresh to know some of today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Cougars and Broncos play today. BYU and Western Michigan in the Idaho Potato Bowl. ESPN's FBI gives the Cougars a 70% chance to win. Vegas says the Cougars as a 13-point favorite. Pre-game, as mentioned, starts at 2 Eastern on BYU Radio, 3 Eastern on BYU TV. It's very close to 71%. Yes, it is. Absolutely. BYU men's hoops facing San Diego State tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Pre-game coverage will begin at 6 Eastern on BYU Radio. You can watch the game on CBS Sports Network. Joshir Hardnett had his wisdom teeth uh, removed this week. So uh, good luck, you know, recovering from that. He was supposed to be back to practice yesterday. And it's a game day for BYU women's basketball as well as they host Northern Colorado at 2 Eastern today on the W.TV. Freshman Shaley Gonzalez, reigning West Coast Conference Player of the Week after a 29-point performance Saturday against Colorado State. Well, it's been a few weeks. We started doing and one picks in basketball, but today we are going back to football because it's the final football game. It's time for going for two. Can you predict the future? No. These guys think they can. We're going for two on BYU Sports Nation. Spencer already won the season uh, 13 to nine and a half. Jason had zero. Yeah, how, many, why, why, how many picks did you have? We don't have a graphic that has my name on it, right, with zero? Because there's zero, <laughs> which is also the amount that I have in uh, and one. Okay, I'll go first. We have, by the way. Yeah, we, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, you know, everybody else. My first pick, Zach Wilson will lead the Cougars in rushing yards. He did against Utah. Mm-hmm. He's going to need to be more of a weapon without perhaps Lupini Katoa, and we'll see how effective Squally Canada is. Zach Wilson will lead the Cougars in rushing yards. Number two, BYU will score in the 20s between 20 and 29 points in this game. All right, my picks. BYU will hold Western Michigan to less than 150 rushing yards. Right now they're averaging... 205, just a hair under it. That's a bold prediction, too. Absolutely. And uh, I don't know if we can have the same. I didn't know what yours were. I just made it. Yeah, well, here's the deal. It really doesn't matter what I say. We both have zero. Yeah, so here we go. Many more picks. I said Zach Wilson will be BYU's leading rusher. (laughs) Okay, I like it. Let's bring Spencer Linton back in with those those white pants, that blue coat from uh, Boise, Idaho. Spencer, what are your uh, going for two picks today? Well, first of all, I think that we should let Jason Shepard's picks count as equal to what you would have, Jerem Jordan. If he gets them right, then he ties you. Is that fair? No, because I I have nine and a half correct this season. So, no. (laughs) Okay, good point. Sorry, Jason. I I I appreciate appreciate the help, but, yes, it's kind of a lost cause at this point. All right, Jason loses again. Uh, (laughs) As for my picks. Number one, I think Zach Wilson's going to throw three touchdown passes. He's only done it one time this season. It happened to be his first start against Hawaii. I think Zach slings it around the Boise Blue this uh, fine afternoon. 
and he, he takes care of business through the air with three touchdown passes or more. And my number two pick is I think BYU's defense shows up to play some really hard-nosed football today. They're holding teams to 21.7 points or less per game. I think they'll hold Western Michigan to 20 or less. So those are my two picks. Zach Wilson, three touchdown passes or more. BYU's defense holds the Broncos to 20 or less. Okay, good, good stuff. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you on Countdown to Kickoff coming up, Spence. All right. Going for two picks. Awesome. Uh, yeah, Spencer's already locked up the uh, season. I'm really behind in uh, and one as well. I'm, it's you six, need to step up your six game. Six-nothing. I just stink. Is it asking a lot to have Zach Wilson be the leading rusher, given the running back situation? No, I, I, think, I, so, right? think, that's, I think that's got a, a high probability of happening today. It's, we'll see. Probably not. Question of the day. What will the BYU football headline be on Monday? Linda Gordon Chu on Facebook. BYU showed their grit and pulled out the win. Okay. okay. At Passer Ron B on Twitter. BYU begins winning streak on the blue for years to come. Oh. The game is in Provo next year in the incredible home schedule that is. Uh, let's walk through it. At least the big four. Uh, you have Utah. You have USC. You have Washington. You have Boise State. And then I'm trying to remember Idaho State and I think Liberty. Yeah. There as well. Yes. Yeah. Have we come up with a name for those? Because this year we had the gauntlet. We have an entire summer to do that. In fact, starting Monday, we could start to think about that. Countdown. Hit it. No, there is no countdown. No. <laughs> by the way, we're live Monday on Christmas Eve. Come yeah. hang out with yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are you getting me for Christmas, by the way? Uh, I'll give you the lead in uh, going for two picks. Okay. How about that? <laughs> Coming up, we'll take you back to Boise to talk with the radio duo of Greg Rubel and Mark Lyons. 38 years on the job for Mark Lyons. Today is his final day. Excited to talk to Mark about that. And in case you missed it earlier on the show, BYU Sports Nation uh, has lost a legend as basketball. Uh, former player Mel Hutchins passed away Wednesday night. He led the Cougars to the 1951 NIT title in New York City. Played in the NBA for seven seasons. Was the second pick in the draft in 51. Four-time All-Star. One of the greats in BYU basketball history. In 2013, his jersey was retired in the Marriott Center. Alongside teammate Roland Minson, Hutchins was 90 years old. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. BYU basketball takes on San Diego State tomorrow at Viejas Arena. Listen to the game on BYU Radio beginning with Cougar Pregame Live at 6 Eastern time. Tip-off will be at 7 Eastern. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. This is our question of the day. What will the BYU football headline be on Monday at DBYU Fan for Life on Twitter? Spuddenly out of the blue, Wilson's handoff like a hot potato propels the Cougars to a winning season. That's a long headline. That's a really long headline. But I like it. I like the creativity. It was good. Continue to weigh on on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Let's go back to Boise for two of our favorite people. It's Greg Rubel and Mark Lyons, uh, the duo that's been calling games for 18 years now. And, of course, Mark Lyons' final broadcast is today. Guys, how's it going in Boise? So far, it's been really nice. Uh, we had breakfast. Uh, we made it here to the stadium. Things are good. We had breakfast at Elmer's, guys. Uh, Not just breakfast, breakfast oh, yeah, at Elmer's. Right, Do at it Elmer's. when you're in Boise. <laughs> so, Mark, I'm sure this is the first time you have been asked this question, so I feel pretty, pretty confident uh, that I'm the only one that's asked you this. What are your emotions like as you approach your final broadcast today? I really uh, had every week to prepare for this one already this season. So every week this year, I've really made an effort to try and make it uh, pleasurable, fun. This is the last time I'm going to be at the U Stadium, so forth and so on. So 
I'm kind of approaching it right now, just like all the coach speak, this is just another game. But uh, I know as the game goes on and as we close off tonight, it'll be emotional. Today, uh, you know, 38 years. How do you sum up what 38 years have meant to you in a, in a single moment or day like this, Mark? Well, it's just been uh, life-changing for me. It's, it's been a dream. Uh, to have been able to hang on for 38 years and be part of BYU football, uh, still be part of the game, try to stay, uh, you know, relevant as to what's happening in football today. Man, alive. Uh, if you're a football junkie, it's been great. I've been to so many stadiums. Uh, I just can't describe in words. I, I really like how Greg helps me with that <laughs> in uh, describing how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> he does a pretty good job for himself, as you guys know. Uh, he's more than capable of expressing uh, everything that listeners would want to hear, uh, from analytics uh, to you know the guys who play the game to uh, what's happening in it and around it, and, uh, and clearly, of course, uh, his own sentiments. Uh, there's been no better partner to have for all the years I've done this, and I still can't uh, quite imagine doing a game without him. So. Uh, uh, I think we're both in a little bit of a denial mode right now yeah. in terms of it's not really going to happen. But, yeah. <laughs> Greg, I'll, I'll address See how this. how good he is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll address this question first to you, Greg, but this is certainly for both of you guys. There are areas on the field where BYU has the advantage in today's game. What BYU advantage do you think will be the biggest reason for a Cougar victory today? Mark, why don't you start? <laughs> Well, I think as Greg and I have talked, uh, we're still looking for that advantage. Uh, I do think that uh, uh, Western Michigan has a very good offense, and so BYU has to be able to stop their rush attack. And uh, I think that's the challenge for BYU today. BYU's solid against the run. They've been very good. Uh, I think Western Michigan does do a good balance of both throwing and running the football. So I think it's up to the defense today to really stop and limit the points that are given up to Western Michigan. Yeah, the Broncos' uh, top two backs have accounted for about 2,500 rushing yards, and the top two guys BYU puts on the field today might be somewhere around a quarter of that. Uh, Western Michigan's rush attack is good. The offense is good. They score a ton of points. BYU, of course, appears to be the match defensively. Not too many teams get loose on BYU uh, when it comes to uh, scoring a ton of points, and so that's BYU's ace in the hole here today. It's just how solid they've been on defense, but they're not the same defense as they were at the middle to the end, or, end part of the season. You take out those two Kofusis, and that's a big difference. Uh, you take out Corbin and Isaiah Kofusi, you're not the same defense you were. So a lot of guys off to play above themselves, I think, today to keep Western Michigan down. And uh, I, I, just, I just wish BYU were a bit healthier uh, at some key spots right now than they appear to be at this point. Uh, and, and I think I think one of the main differenti uh, differentiators for BYU could be in the battle of two freshman quarterbacks, BYU's appears to be the more dynamic. Uh, Caleb Ellaby came out of high school as a dual-threat quarterback, but he's really not much of one so far, whereas Zach Wilson can really make plays, extend plays, and I think on this field is where he had one of his most impactful games uh, as a runner just a few weeks ago. So I think if BYU's going to have an edge, it could be in the guy taking the snaps and that I think Zach Wilson can do a little more. I think that's the key also is the BYU's pass attack has to be solid today and be able to make up for those runners that are missing. We're talking with BYU radio duo Greg Rubel and Mark Lyons live in Albertson Stadium in Boise, Idaho. I want to talk more about Zach Wilson. Because at the running back position, Squally Canada appears to be back. Uh, we'll see with Lopini Katoa. Perhaps he's out. Uh, and then you have Riley Burt and Ta Tyler Algier. 
How much more running do you think Zach Wilson does? Because against Utah, he was the leading rusher and quite effective. Oh, you're talking about Zach Wilson. Who's, who's Zach Wilson, yeah. So Zach Wilson has to be more of a part of uh, taking advantage of uh, breakdowns in, in pass rush where he has an opening and being able to make big runs. That's where I think he's really effective. Uh, whether BYU wants to take a gamble and go ahead and run him on design plays, which uh, they have for him, of course, but uh, since he is kind of the quarterback right now, uh, I think it's important that they keep him healthy. And, and, and he was this most of last season, and he became this later in this season. Uh, tight end Matt Bushman, I think, saw 10 targets in the last game. And, and so uh, among reliable targets, uh, Zach Wilson can look to. Uh, Matt Bushman's looking a lot more like the guy he was uh, at the end of last season and through most of last season. So watch for Matt to have a big game today. Yeah. And Dallin Holker, too. I think those, those two tights, I think, are, again, uh, a way for BYU to maybe separate itself a little bit offensively uh, from the opposition. You know, one of the things that Jerem and I have been talking about today, I mean, there's quite a bit on the line for BYU in this bowl game. So I'll ask both of you guys, what would a win today mean for this specific team? I'll, I'll let Mark have the final word on this one, so I'll go first and say uh, one game can mean a lot. Uh, if, if you don't win it, you, you're, you're looking at back-to-back losing seasons, and uh, it's just one game, it's just one number, but I, I think it, it's something. Uh, you, you want to show progress when you're trending positively. One win, you finish above 500. Uh, Kalani goes above 500, and, and I think you, uh, you, you show that the team's progress was real. You could say that progress was made from 4-9 and nine to 6-7, and seven, but it's a lot easier to say when you finish with a win in your final game and win that bowl game, having gotten back to the postseason. So just one game, but I think the swing in terms of perception and belief and morale is pretty significant. Well, the headline on Monday that you were just talking about a minute ago will be BYU wins bowl, gets best recruiting class ever. And so uh, I do think that the <laughs> I do think there's something to uh, the fact that uh, people watch, and it is a bowl game no matter uh, where it is, and winning bowl games does influence those younger athletes to have a desire to go to that school. Greg, it's been a, a, a long run with Mark Lyons. What can you say about what he's meant not only to you but to Cougar Nation as they've been able to listen to him for 38 wonderful years? Well, the, the, there is kind of a, a cliche that makes the rounds about somebody being um, a great fill-in-the-blank and a better man, and, and yet in Mark's case it's, it's really appropriate. He's a great broadcaster. Uh, but an even better person. And uh, beyond missing him as a broadcast partner, I'll miss him as a friend. Um, he's still going to be around. I'll still find a way to, to share a meal with him occasionally. But, you know, these, these breakfast moments we had this morning aren't going to be uh, uh, coming around regularly anymore. And the dinners we have after games and the fun we have during the games. I mean, you don't know what it's like to be able to sit down in a booth, put on the headset, and just feel totally at ease and totally comfortable and totally excited about what's to come because of the guy sitting a few feet away from you. And Mark's made so many game days for me so fun and so memorable. And I speak for Cougar Nation because I know they feel the same way about listening to games with Mark. And so, uh, again, I just, I, I've only ever done it with this one guy. Uh, he's been my partner for every game I've called. And uh, I just can't imagine it happening any other way. So he's meant the world to me. Uh, and, and beyond everything, he's just a great man and a great friend and a great person. And just one of the best people you'll ever meet and uh, one of the best broadcasters you could ever listen to. And I love him. Well, thanks, Greg. Uh, you know how uh, you remember 
Christmases when you were a kid. <laughs> you know, that's how it is uh, for me from all of the broadcasts that we've done together for all this time is that it's the memories of being together at those different places, those different games, the opportunity of all the people that we work with in the, the booth, you know, it is the people, and the memories are there, and they don't go away. So uh, I'm really uh, fortunate to have had that experience to be able to be with Greg and Paul. And, man, there's just so many things that have happened in our lives. And I just, uh, we were driving down the stadium today, and, and I remembered, hey, this is the street we turned the wrong direction on the other day. And so <laughs> we just have those uh, opportunities to put those memories in our mind. Well, we are looking forward to uh, your final broadcast. I know there's some special things prepared for the pregame show on the radio, on TV. Countdown to kickoff, we've got a feature on you from Kathy Aiken, which is great. So have a great call, and, and Mark and Greg, have a great day and enjoy this one, and hopefully it's a, a Cougar victory. Thanks, guys. I second that. Thank you. <laughs> Talk to you guys Hopefully. in a little bit. Okay, Greg and Mark from Boise. Uh, pregame coverage on BYU Radio coming up at 2 Eastern time uh, with you. You'll be chatting plenty with Mark. You've yeah, Mark will co-host it with planned, me. Yeah. Which is great. So uh, 38 awesome years. And I know you've worked with Mark for a long time. I sidelined two games in 2011. And it was so fun to be just a part of that crew for two games and to go to Jerry's World and, and play TCU and just hang out with Mark. and Greg. It was, it was fantastic. You know, to, to Greg's point, Certainly, there's the broadcast side of it, but there's, there's also the, the person side. And, like, one of the things I'll always remember about Mark has nothing to do with basketball. I'll get texts from Mark. What was the, what was the name of that, 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 those chips that, you, that you, you talked about? Like, I'll get those texts. And <laughs> those are the things that I'll remember, just that friendship of getting a text from Mark. So he's just a great, a great guy. Uh, it's going to be a very emotional day, I'm sure, for a lot of people. Coming up, how many points did Jimmer score this week? You'll find out coming up in the Cougar Whip Around. And a Cougar football player gets a waiver to play another year. We'll tell you who it is. This is BYU Sports Nation. Thanks to today's guest, Spencer Linton, Blaine Fowler, Greg Rebell, and, of course, Mark Lyons. Amazingly, we didn't have any time for Dennis Pitta. Crazy. So rude. If you missed any of today's show, you can download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For a Friday, let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football. No, I don't know if you've heard this. BYU plays Western Michigan in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl today. ESPN's FPI gives the Cougars a 70.2% chance to win. And Vegas has the Cougars as a 13-point favorite. Pre-game coverage begins at 2 p.m. Eastern time on BYU Radio and then 3 Eastern with countdown to kickoff on BYU TV. BYU senior safety Sawyer Powell found out Wednesday he's been granted another year of eligibility by the NCAA due to a hardship waiver. Powell missed uh, the majority of the season due to an injury, but will be back in 2019. Men's basketball. Playing on the road at San Diego State tomorrow, 7 Eastern with pregame on the radio at 6 Eastern. Cougars have a three-game winning streak at VA Haas Arena dating back to the 2009-2011 seasons. And BYU Hoops signee Nate Hansen from Timfew High School in Provo, Utah, scored 43 points last night, including five threes in the game uh, against uh, in Silverado, Nevada. Women's basketball. It's a game day for BYU women's basketball. They are hosting Northern Colorado. You can watch the game on the W.TV at 2 Eastern time from the Marriott Center. Cougars in the NFL. Michael Davis in the San Diego, uh, actually, L.A. Chargers take on the Baltimore Ravens tomorrow night. Really, really need Baltimore to win that game. Jamal Williams and the Green Bay Packers will face the New York Jets. Kyle Van Noy and the Patriots take on the Bills. 
The New Orleans Saints and Taysom Hill face the Pittsburgh Steelers. Daniel Sorensen and your Chiefs mm-hmm. face my Seahawks. Uh, $1 million on the line. Yeah, it's not going to be awkward regardless of the outcome, <laughs> right? Fred Warner and the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Chicago Bears at home. Jimmer! And Jimmer scores 47 points with nine assists for the Sharks and another win in China. Horizon Chowd goes to Mel Hutchins. In case you missed it, he passed away at the age of 90. One of the first great BYU basketball players. Won the NIT in 1951, All-American season, second pick in the draft, four-time All-Star. Jersey retired in the Marriott Center. What more can you say? Mel Hutchins uh, dead at the age of 90. Our question of the day, what will the BYU football headline on Monday be? Let's get to the voice of the nation. This is the voice of the nation on BYU Sports Nation. What will the BYU football headline be on Monday? Brandon Jones on Facebook. Winner, winner, potato dinner. First victory for BYU on the Boise Blue. Seriously. Yeah, lots of uh, potato puns. I I need this bowl game to be played and done with because I'm always thinking about potatoes these days. So delicious. Seriously, yeah. I'm thinking about sour cream more than uh, when the <laughs> Not potatoes. Not a sour are... cream guy. Really? No, no don't like cream? it. No. You don't like a good dollop? No, do not like cream? a dollop of, of sour cream. No. Uh, Russ.Heaton on Instagram. The headline is Zach Wilson will break some records for BYU. I love it. Russ Heaton's my guy, dude. I love Russ. At Max J. Isaacson. Western Michigan will be singing the blues on their way home from the game. BYU have a blue Christmas. Mm-hmm. I like it. Blue, blue Christmas. There you go. The elite voice of the day, however. <laughs> Presented by Sundance Mountain Resort, celebrating 50 years at Jake R. Camp on Twitter. It's a blue, blue, blue Christmas. Cougs use royal uniforms to become invisible in Boise and deck Western Michigan's halls. There you go, man. A reminder of today's broadcast schedule for the BYU-Western Michigan game in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Begins at uh, 2 Eastern. Yeah, that's right. Cougar pregame live kicks off at 2 Eastern with myself, Mark Lyons, Mitchell Jurgens, and Greg Rubel on BYU Radio. And countdown to kickoff on BYU TV starts at 3 Eastern time. We've got Dave McCann, David Nixon, Brian Logan, and Provo, Spencer Linton, and Blaine Fowler live from Albertson Stadium in Boise. It's going to be awesome. Games at 4. You can listen on BYU Radio, watch on ESPN, and then, of course, post-game coverage on both BYU Radio and BYU TV with interviews and coverage. And, of course, I'll be tuning in to the radio post-game, as I always do, after I'm done with countdown to kickoff, to listen to Mark Lyons. It's been a while since we've had a BYU football game. I'm so excited that we've got Friday afternoon BYU Game football. day, baby. That's right. Conversation continuing 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always use the hashtag BYUSN. The show on demand at BYUSN.com. The audio podcast is on iTunes, Google Play, and the TuneIn app for Jason Umtram. Shout out to Roland Minson. What a career uh, for him. BYU Sports Nation back at it Monday. We'll see you on the radio and TV.